Good evening. Thank you for coming. Um, because we sort of concluded our discussion of the three weeks, nine days, Shavuot, Shechabo, Tishabav, so on and so forth, we went back to where we were studying, and that is the Ezit Varim Kareem Hefseik Bisuda. What would uh, constitute a break in one's meal? We had been talking about halachot uh, regarding meals, so we go back to that topic, and we mentioned this morning that the Mishabura has a pretty... Uh, pretty involved introduction to these halachot because they themselves are involved. So we mentioned that there are three different uh, points that we're going to have to determine as we go through our study. Number one, mahu shinoi makom imi Number one, what constitutes an actual shinoi makom, a break uh, in that I move from place A to place B? Is that that I have to go from one house to another house? Is that even uh, within the same house going from room A to room B? Bet, another thing I have to figure out is once I determine what constitutes a shinoi makom, a change in place, be'ezet varim shayach din shinoi makom. So uh, what exactly is... Uh, uh, I mean, pretty much what we said this morning, what types of foods or what types of meals uh, are going to be considered a shinoi makom? So is that only bread meals? Is that meals where I'm eating, uh, let's say, fruits or something along those lines? I guess that's the best way to put it. And again, we'll get into all the details as we get there. And gimel im shinoi madino And then, number three, let's say we've figured out what is, uh, what constitutes a shinoi makom. We agree, everyone agrees, we've moved places. Number two, it's within one of the meals or one of the types of foods, one of the types of eatings that I've done where Shinoi Makom will affect it. So point number three is, how does it affect my meal, right? What brachot needs to be repeated or changed or, or, or uh, so on and so forth. All that we said, we would uh, we would do one by one. So let's start with uh, point number one. And again, this is all in the Mishnah Brewer's introduction, and then we'll go point by point uh, as we go through it. So regarding the first question as to what is considered, what constitutes a Shinoi Makom, he says, Inyan Shinoi Makom, he says, obviously, obviously, it would be considered a shinoi makom, it would be considered a change in place if I went from one house to another. No doubt, that is going to be considered a change in place. Even if I only left the threshold of my own house during my meal, right, again, or my eating, right, I was struggling before to figure out how to call that, right, it's not maybe it's a meal, it's not a meal, whatever you want to call it, within my eating session. So that everyone agrees to as well. That would be considered a change in place. And therefore it would not work. What wouldn't work? Even if I had in mind when I initially made my bracha, again, we don't know which bracha we're talking about, but we'll, we'll get to that, God willing, when we get to our next point, right? It does make a difference uh, if I had that in mind when I initially made my bracha that, oh, you know what? I'm starting to eat here, but I plan on finishing somewhere else. He says that's not going to make a difference. Did I skip a line? And he says that even uh, if I go from one room to another, according to many poskim, that could be considered a shinoi makom, a change in place. But when it comes to changing from room to room, as opposed to house to house, let's say, there is one difference. So there we would say, if you had that in mind, going from room to room, so then maybe you would be covered and we wouldn't necessarily require you to make any sort of change. Again, it's 
little bit difficult to discuss because we're not going into all the details at one point. But what we've in essence said so far is that going from uh, house A to house B is considered a shinoi makom. Now, what that means, uh, we're not sure yet. And what type of foods or what type of meals or what type of eating session, we're not sure yet either. But going from house A to house B is a shinoi makom. And according to many poskim, not all, but many poskim, even going from one room in the same house to a different room in the same house, that is also going to constitute a shinoi makom. The only difference between those two cases is that if I had in mind that I was going to start in room A and go to room B, it might not constitute a shinoi makom. But even if I did have in mind I'm going to go from house A to house B, that would constitute a shinoi makom. So obviously there's a lot of exciting stuff going on here, right? Many questions, I'm sure, that are on our minds, right? So you'll just have to keep coming back so we can get there. So again, we'll go step by step within the introduction of the Mishnah Then God willing, we'll go into the actual halachot themselves. So number one, we've, we've defined what constitutes shinoi makom. Certainly going from house A to house B, maybe even e- leaving my house, just walking out of the threshold of house A is going to be enough to be considered Shinoi Makom. Going from cheder to cheder, from room to room, even within the same house, would also, according to most, most poskim, excuse me, be Shinoi Makom. The difference between the two is whether or not I had that in mind. If I have it in mind for the house, it's not going to make a difference. For the rooms within the given house, it might make a difference. So keep coming back. Rabbi Hanan, Rabbi Kashmir.